Welcome to Vata Pod Blast. Hello. This podcast and, is brought uh, to you by NS Peaches, a peach that you will regret not eating when it flaps away. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. My name is NS. My name is Daniel, aka Daniel Dimes. Um, I have a legal disclaimer I have to give. Uh, this copyrighted broadcast of the Vata Pod Blast is the property of the Vata Blast Fantasy League. It may not be reproduced, redistributed, or otherwise used without the express written consent of Omar Bari. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, Dono. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, should we get started? Yeah. Thanks everyone for joining us. We have a pretty. I think. Look, look, wow. We have like hundreds, maybe thousands of listeners right now. Um, yeah. I basically, know, this, I know. It's this been very long anticipated. Is, uh, yeah, this podcast is just uh, 12 dudes getting mad at each other over names and numbers on an app, and uh, we think so highly of it that we started a podcast about it of ourselves, thinking people will listen. So we have on today's show, yeah. History of the League, a season recap of last year, an upcoming season preview, as well as some special segments that you'll just have to tune in for, such as Bari Blast. You'll, you'll like that one. So, Anoops, why don't you start us off with uh, the history of the league? Oh, sure. So, the the league is, uh, in recorded history, it's been here since 2009, I believe. It could be longer than that, but I honestly don't have records past that. Uh, I've been in the league since, I believe, 2013. Is that right? Yeah, 2013. Um, or was it 14? I think I joined in 14. Uh, and since I joined, I've obviously won every single year. Um, I didn't win every single year. But, uh, you know, the <laughs> the one interesting thing about the past few years is that I've had some very interesting playoff runs, uh, very successful trades. Uh, I'm pretty much known <laughs> as a, a trade connoisseur, if you will. It's, uh, um, the, interesting thing, yeah, it's... the interesting thing about that is that you actually hold the keys to the entire league in your hands based on your trade decisions. So you're, you're, uh, you're, you're in demand. You're, you're in demand. So I actually think I was looking I at do, it earlier. You know, I, I think I, it's no, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's a really tough position to earn. It takes years of hard work and dedication, a lot of research, a lot of time, a lot of sweat, uh, you know, a lot of hearts are broken, but you know, once you get to this point, it's, it's really great to be here. Yeah, as well as, as well as some some black magic, but we're we're not going to talk about that here today. Um, so I, I was looking earlier, and I think the yeah, league I... actually goes back to two thousand and five. So we're looking at sixteen, oh, seventeen wow. years now, which is which is older than some of the girls that Subby has liked in his late twenties. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of the things we want to do is give a personal power rankings. <laughs> yeah, uh, we want to give some power rankings of, of some players all time, uh, and so uh, I'm just going to do a top three, considering that the the people in the league have have tended to change a little bit year by year. So uh, <clears throat> I'm going to do reverse order, and 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 honest, you can you can do yours however you want. Uh, my number three, my number three, uh, Vata Blast member is uh, Zan Meet Siddiqui. 
Uh, and the reason for that is uh, I don't remember the last time Zan had a bad year. Uh, he's always near the top. He's always drafting really well. Uh, year after year, I'm impressed by his drafts. Um, and he's consistently uh, late, making late playoff runs. He even he even ended my my uh, what I consider to be the best regular season I ever had a couple of years ago um, with some really shrewd moves. So he, he's my uh, he's my number three. Uh, what about no, you? No, I see that. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, dude, Zen Zen's been on fire lately. Um, I think uh, it doesn't it goes without saying who my uh, my power ranking number one is besides myself, obviously. Uh, I I definitely put Zebo up there. Um, you know, he really, he stays under the radar throughout the year, not too active in the trades when he is active in the trades, it's really under the table, you know, no big headliners <clears throat> really doesn't make the big, big headlines until it's around playoff time. And then you start to notice that, wait a second, this team is on fire and suddenly they're, you know, they're in first, second place. And now it's been like three or four years, I believe that Zebo has been in a uh, top four contender. So yeah, I, for me, Zebonas are definitely the top team. Zebonas yeah, I uh, I guess I guess I guess I'm going out of order here. I'll, I'll do three, one, and then two. So I actually have Zebo number one as well. I guess. Oh, I, I was just gonna go with the one. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Zebo is is just. I mean, he's Zebo. What else? What else can you even say? You don't even hear from him all year, and then he's like in the finals. Um, so kind of like Zan, every year it seems like he just nails his draft picks. I mean, his keeper choices this year were just absolutely insane, um, and he ended up keeping Debo Samuel, which is a, which is a great pick. Um, and he's a multiple, I think he's a multiple time champion as well. Um, so yeah, and then I guess to finish it out, my number two, and uh, number two I guess would be an apt description uh, would be uh, Faraz Majid. Um, although uh, the last couple seasons uh, Faraz uh, Majid yeah. has fallen on some hard times. Uh, he's a multiple-time champion, and also I think I have to name him here since he's uh, not only our commissioner but also producing this podcast. And I think he would probably cancel me if I didn't name him there. But yeah, Faraz, always on top of all the latest. Uh, yeah, he's over there. All the latest the news. <laughs> um, always on top of the latest moves. He's he was the Omar Bari before Omar Bari came up, came in and became Omar Bari. So yeah, that's my top three. Oh, that's, uh, uh, you want to take us through some of the recent Faraz being uh, in the top three, honestly. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, before we uh, do that, I, I just want to say yeah. that I disagree that Faraz should be a top three. I think he's uh, he, he's cool. He's cool, but um, I wouldn't say. I, I think there have been some people who've played a lot better in the last few years. Uh, just personal personal opinion. I mean, Kamish, if you're hearing this, you know, I mean. I know you're producing this and you might edit this out because you hate me, but you know, I just, I'm just trying to be honest here. Don't, don't veto my trades. <laughs> uh, if you stop giving him veto worthy trades, then he might stop vetoing them. So anyways, let's, let's get to some uh, recent changes in the league. Alrighty. So, so do you want, you want to, <clears throat> you want to go through these or you want me to go through them? Uh yeah yeah sure let's uh let's hold hands and go through together some so first of all some new players right uh obviously myself I, I don't know am I considered new it's been come on guys it's been like eight years right <laughs> eight years come on uh, it still feels new <laughs> the year. but I guess I'm new so much chaos all right sure sure 
<laughs> That's my job. Uh, Omer, Omer is joined, uh, and that has also introduced uh, quite an entertaining aspect to the league. Um, also, the reigning champion right now, Shazel, has been uh, has been cycled in as well. Um, and how about some rule changes, huh? Yeah. So uh, over the last couple of years, we've we've started to like make the league a little bit more complex. Uh, we introduced keepers. Uh, uh, I guess starting last year with players being keeper eligible. And this year is the first year that people have had to uh, select keepers. Uh, we introduced draft pick trading, which we'll talk about a little later. I think that uh, ruffled some ruffled some old feathers there. Uh, and then uh, we also introduced a change to the draft order, determined by season finish rather than a random draw, um, which also means that uh, Frost can no longer put himself in a top three pick uh, every single year like he used to. Um, so know, yeah, it's, it's, oh, be... it's a coincidence, guys. Look at this generator I used. It's so dumb. <laughs> The, the generator was called frosmodjid.com. I don't know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so just, yeah, it used to be notes app on It used to be a very year-to-year <laughs> league with a fresh start every year, um, but uh, now it's kind of becoming a more uh, uh, like multi-year thing where you have to think about draft picks in the future and who you want to keep for multiple years. So yeah, it should be good. Um, honest, I think you have a stat or multiple stats regarding regarding last year's oh. playoff run. Sure. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it's it's worth uh, praising that Omer uh, was our um, our reigning champion. He won last year's uh, Vodablast Fantasy League. And, you know, they say that hard work pays off and it really proved itself with Omer's team. During the year, he made 179 moves throughout the year. <laughs> 179 moves. That's uh, that's, that's a lot of moves. That's, um, that's what what is that more than ten ten a week? And usually eight of those were dropping and picking the same player back up over and over. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst part. Is just like Omer has added uh, Nick Folk, and then Omer has dropped Nick Folk, and then like three days later he picks him up again. You know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, hey, I guess it works, right? You just keep dropping players and adding them again, and you'll win a league apparently. Um. But yeah, so 179, and you know, let's compare that to second place Zebo with his 11 moves throughout the whole season. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it depends on what route you want to take, really. True, truly, two competing styles. There, there couldn't be two more opposite players, um, and I'm happy to <laughs> happy to root for Zebo this year. Over, over. It's wonderful. Um, all right, I think I think we're gonna take a quick break um, and. Uh, you guys will enjoy this quick little segment called Bari Blast, uh, and we'll also have some uh, NFL updates. So, Anas, um, you wanna you wanna explain to the to the listeners what a Bari Blast is? Sure. So uh, Bari Blast is uh, <clears throat> so Bari Blast. I don't think I need to explain this to most of you, but for those of you who are new and joining us, uh, uh, Bari Blast is basically a message that Bari had sent within the last week or so. Uh, that is worth mentioning or repeating. Um, usually very entertaining messages, usually very random, um, over-exaggerated messages. Uh, so, I mean, there's been a lot during this offseason, I could tell you. But uh, I think the one that stands out to me personally the most is that uh, we were talking about Sean Watson uh, and the whole, you know, the allegations going against him right now. And uh, Omar joins into the conversation and says... Watson is a bad guy, but he will be my QB one. End quote. It's wonderful, wonderful <laughs> quote. 
that I, I think you, that that's favorite, like encapsulates. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like that encapsulates uh, Amari Blast almost perfectly. It's just a really strong, unnecessarily strong take. Yeah, generally, uh, morally questionable take, um, and usually just kind of way off base. Uh, such as such as Tim Patrick will be a wide receiver one or something like that. Um, but yeah, my <laughs> my my, uh, my favorite Amari Blast recently comes from uh, also our Vada Blast. Uh, group and in this uh, situation we were talking about uh uh omer just recently getting married which by the way congratulations omer um, that you found someone that was congratulations really um and here was the here was the uh, exchange uh me may she be the light of your world and the reason you pay less attention to fantasy football omer i'm studying for the draft in turkey on honeymoon don't tell sana me okay but won't she find out omer no we'll do when she sleeps me, what should you? Cho- what would you choose between sexy time and a Reddit post about a potential league winner? Homer, sexy time comes and goes. What a what a one liner right there. Yeah, that's great. This offseason content is is kind of off topic, but during the season we'll have some. There'll definitely be some great uh, quick body blast. So, um, for sure, I had a couple yeah, of uh, um, now a transitioning to some. Transitioning to some NFL updates. Also, there's like a delay, so I if I'm constantly talking over you, I apologize. Um, I have some NFL updates. Do you want to hear them? Let's do it. That was so delayed. Um, all right. First, uh, <laughs> our favorite player. Our favorite player that we love to hate. Uh, Tom Brady, things are kind of weird with, with his little Tommy boy. He uh, disappeared for a couple of weeks during training camp. Uh, now there are rumors that Giselle is upset about his decision to return to football and has taken the family uh, away from the house. Uh, and this appears to be causing a great schism in the Brady-Giselle family. Um, so, I, was, I can tell you, I was very surprised like when he came news, back. wonderful news, I so, guess, huh? Yeah, great news. What are your what are your thoughts on on your old your old pal Tom Brady? Oh, I I mean this is this is what I I mean when I heard about this about ten seconds ago, um, this is uh, <laughs> this is great news to me honestly because it means that it means that more people are upset with Tom Brady as everyone should be, um, and you know it's just great overall news to know that his wife is upset with him. Unfortunate that he's coming back to football, but um, you know. Hopefully everyone can see that you know he, he can suck I don't, too. I don't think I don't think there will ever be a take that I understand less than you hating Tom Brady. And I'd love to get I'd love to get uh, Subby Subby Muhammad Allah, <laughs> I think that's the name. I'd love to get him on the pod to talk to you about this. Yeah, that'd be great. We should get him on the show actually. That'd be great. Yeah, we should, we should. Um a couple other Honestly, quick, uh... if we if we had Subby on the show, I think uh I was just gonna say, if yeah. we had Subby on the show, you know, I think, I think we could really just hit hit record and just mute our mics and just, you know, take a day off for an hour. Well, I think if I think if we brought him on the on the show, our remote speakers would blow up from how loud he talks. Um. <laughs> so a couple a couple quick uh, actual NFL notes. Uh, number one, uh, there was a generally a lack of big injuries in the preseason this uh, this year, which is really nice to see. Oftentimes you. End up losing a number of a uh, number of high-profile NFL players uh, right before fantasy season and their actual NFL season starts. But 
uh, generally pretty pretty clean this year, which is nice. Um, one other note is that uh, Christian McCaffrey has started to overtake Jonathan Taylor as a top player on many fantasy boards. So I don't know if there's perhaps there's someone recording this podcast who uh, who has their own pick in, in an upcoming draft. Maybe just something to think about for you there. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm uh, totally interested in Christian McCaffrey. Um, <clears throat> totally not going to pick him overall. Um, All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to comment further because I could get in trouble with my organization, um, Sugma. Um, so, uh, anyway, moving on, uh, you know. What was that? Sugma I, I really think there's a lot of good players up there. Sugma? And my team. Uh, okay, gotcha. Is, is that is that is that part of the larger joke? What joke? <laughs> the delay is moving things <laughs> hard to talk about. All right, we're going to move on to a season recap and uh, upcoming season preview. <clears throat> Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna send it over to you. What what do you want to talk about first? Uh, as a, in terms of recapping last year. Um, I think it's uh I think obviously the topic that's on everyone's minds is uh it was the first year we introduced trading picks, um, and uh you know this is, obviously we're feeling the effects of it till now. A lot of some of us are feeling it a lot more than others, and I think uh we should be talking about. <laughs> You know, you, you know, someone recording this podcast right now traded away a lot of their picks in hopes to win last year <laughs> and ended up coming seventh, while the other traded away all their picks. <laughs> had a decent run. <laughs> Somehow. Best, uh, I, think the so best I... Part, I think the best part was that my team uh, traded away all my players for a bunch of picks, and then my team ended up being just as good as the players I traded away because they all sucked. Um, I felt really bad afterwards. Because it was really phenomenal. Wasn't it like you did, you lost like once since you traded away your players or something? Uh, no, it wasn't that good, but I still went to playoffs. Um, and had a scrappy little run. You know, a little, little Jarrett Patterson here and some Alexander Madison there. Oh, yeah. So a, uh, the one thing, time. the one thing I, the one thing to? I want to do is make sure. Uh, I forget who I lost to. Honestly, I wasn't really paying attention in the playoffs. Um, but I, one thing I want to talk about is that. Uh, well, I just want to mention so everyone knows that Seville, aka the whale, uh, has just as many picks as I do. Uh, yet no one ever talks about his thinking, and no one talks about mine. So if everyone could just kind of remember that, um, and go ahead and pressure him, that would be great. Um. For the recapping the season, uh, no. Uh, as we mentioned, the thing is, Savile had a strategy. Okay, hold on, no, no, yeah. no. Savile had a strategy, and he was very open about it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, trade away my players. You know, get some picks, maybe like make it worth it. Then you were literally like, "I'm done. Take all my players. I give up." And then you just went on a playoff run. <laughs> I gotta say, it was the best of both worlds. Um... I don't really know what else to say about it. I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't trying to win. I would have preferred a higher pick, but it just happened. Um, 
but yeah, the, the, the draft pick trading really introduced uh, maybe the most chaotic season. I mean, we had fights, we had arguments. I think Faraz left the chat for a bit. Uh, I had to like mediate between some people. <laughs> um, Shazel just came in and traded away like five of the best keepers that he could have had. Shazel had Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, and Najee Harris. An incredible draft. And he traded all of them away at some point and ended up not being able to keep any of them. Um, uh, Zan made a couple moves to try and to try and uh, get over the top. And then, as you mentioned, you can you tell us what what position were you in when you made some of those trades uh, to try and get over the top on? <clears throat> what position I was in, as in like where I was, my standing was in the league? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I was actually pretty down. I think I was actually 11th or 12th at the time because I kept getting the first waiver pick. I still remember that part. Um, <laughs> so if I was getting the first waiver pick, I was pretty far down there. And hey, if I finished seventh, I guess it was a success, right? <laughs> it's just so funny because like Shazel and and Zebo and Zan were like interested in making trades. Omar didn't make any trades because he didn't want to trade any picks. And then, but they were like at the top of the league. And then you, not to no, no offense, but you were like at the bottom. And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna try and trade for Chris Godwin so he can go over the top. <laughs> the problem was the worst part is that every player I traded for, like all the top players I traded for, just like got hurt and sucked ass. Like it was, I had, I had, I got Barkley, Saquon Barkley from Subby, and he just sucked. I think I got him from Subby. I'm pretty sure I got him from Subby. Oh no, I traded him after afterwards to Subby. But I got Saquon Barkley, and he sucked. Um, <laughs> I got Godwin. I think he got hurt. No, I didn't get. I got Godwin pretty late. I think. Did I even have? Godwin? Yeah, I gave you Godwin. It's been a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. You know the, what? Uh, the, 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 I have no regrets. The trades in. The trades in general were were pretty wild. I, me and Subby traded the same player back and forth like four times. I think Chris Godwin was involved in one of those trades too. <laughs> and then uh, obviously all the draft pick trades, Savale and I just emptying our team. So yeah, quite a quite a year and uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, friction it caused. And, uh, and I'm interested to see how it how it works uh, this year. With uh, I think I think people will be less likely to make trades. Um, one thing I wanted to do is uh analyze the give a quick analysis of some of the keepers in the league um honest who do you think uh has the best keeper um out of the five people that kept kept or six people that kept the players i mean i'm gonna be a little salty with my answer here just because it affects me the most but zen obviously i mean jonathan taylor in the first round is he keeping jonathan taylor in the first round yeah okay yeah, that's just uh, obviously it's a huge dagger for me. Um, I, I know this is kind of you know revealing my 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 drafting secrets here, but I intended on getting Jonathan Taylor in the first pick overall. Surprise, um, but unfortunately that won't be happening anymore because of Zen's stupid keeper pick. <clears throat> so that one hurts the most. But the overall winner, I think, goes without saying. It's uh, in my opinion, it's Cooper Cup in the fourth round. That's insane. That's a, you know, arguably the top receiver at the moment in the league, and getting in the fourth round is just absurd. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you gave me that answer because the question was who's your 
favorite keeper or best keeper so far. And then you gave me an answer about hating Zan's pick, so that didn't make sense. But yeah, I agree. Um, Omer's, Omer's, <laughs> Omer's pick of Cup is a fantastic pick, one that carried him to the championship last year and honestly will probably help him be a, a big-time contender again this year, considering he can add a, a top receiver in the NFL with only a fourth pick. Uh, myself, I would actually go probably with Samir uh, Zaidi. Uh, you may have heard of him. He is actually in our league. He hasn't uh, made Samir the playoffs Zaidi? in quite a while, which you'll find out about here shortly. Um, but Samir actually had a great uh, great <clears throat> selection of James Conner in the 11th round, uh, plays for Arizona, and Arizona let go of their other running backs. And so now James Conner is looking like he could be a three-down running back in a high-flying offense. Uh, and Samir gets that value for just an 11th round pick. So, well done, well done, Samir, making your imprint on the league where you otherwise have never really made the imprint. Uh, <laughs> uh, anything else you want to talk about in terms of wow. season recap? Um, or preview? No, that's it. I mean, I stand by the fact that my favorite's uh, Cooper Cup in the fourth. I mean, you know, Cooper Cup. I think this he's he had a phenomenal season last year. He's a great receiver. Uh, I think he could do it with any quarterback. It didn't have to be Stafford. Don't you? Wouldn't you agree? Oh yeah, Cup is Cup is pretty much unguardable. I mean, he, he could he had a uh, he was to- toasting people with uh, Jared Goff too. So yeah, exactly. I think he was ha- honestly Stafford was handed the the Super Bowl this year. It's uh it's not really uh not really earned at all. Uh yeah, I don't know where you're going with that, but anyways, <laughs> we could talk about. We could uh, I was just trying. To, I was trying to you know. Instig- I was gonna. This is gonna like you know push Subby a bit. That's all. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get we'll get to uh, Allah's reaction at some point. Um, quickly, just mentioning the other keepers. Uh, Faraz is keeping Cam Akers for a 15th round pick, which I'm glad to see, considering the uh, <laughs> mental anguish that that uh, holding on to him put him through <laughs> last year. Uh, Zohair, aka Zebo, is uh, keeping Debo. That that rhymes. Uh, for a seventh round pick, which is great. Debo's looking like Debo's looking like a third or so round pick this year. Uh, Subby's keeping DeAndre Swift, which I think was just a homer pick. Swift is going in the second round, so I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a value there. Um, and then as you mentioned, Zan is keeping Jonathan Taylor for a first round pick, which is a smart pick, and which he frankly Zan could have kept Austin Eckler for a second round pick, which also would have been fantastic. But uh, anyway, yeah, he should have. <laughs> maybe maybe you have time to convince him in the next 17 hours or something like that um hopefully all, all right. right let's move on what uh what segment what segment do yeah. we have next all right now it's uh everyone's favorite segment uh it's uh what has happened since samir's made the playoffs <laughs> now uh, the problem is that like you know our record's our records don't go back that far, so we couldn't confirm the exact <laughs> last time he made the playoffs. And that is not a joke. That is serious. <laughs> we actually looked into this. We, <laughs> we, we only have records to 2009. and um, So we're just going to assume that 2009 is the last time he made the playoffs. Um, <laughs> and so, so do, you wanna, do you know what has happened since 2009, Donovan? Why, uh, tell me, tell me. Let's, we can alternate these and, and <clears throat> you start. Oh, sure. Um, 
Barack Obama had two entire terms as president. You know what that what else that means? That means that Bin Laden was alive. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be talking about Osama Bin Laden on this podcast, but okay. That's uh yeah, Barry. It's relevant, Barry o. okay? Barry O, he uh he he put together a political campaign and he was elected and then and then ran his two terms and then and then someone else was elected and then someone else was elected. There's been three presidents since we were in, made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane well you know you know what else has, hasn't happened or what else has happened since uh well i guess what else was going on since Samir last made the playoffs uh Anna? yeah let me know that would that would be uh the now there's Davies favorite brand the fray was atop the charts with the song you found me um do you want to know what other song was uh <laughs> on the top of the charts in 2009 Hit me. It's a poker face by Lady Gaga. Do you know that one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pa pa poker face, pa pa poker face. That one, right? Ma 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 ma. Yeah, that was it. Um, in movies, uh, <laughs> want to tell us what movie was was going strong? <laughs> oh, my favorite movie of all time, Twilight. Which one is your favorite? Did I? I I actually remember that phase of Twilight being famous, and uh, it was it was atrocious. It was horrible, dude. I hated it so much. That is was legitimately like, one of the worst weird. movies we just... I've ever seen. There's this one scene you I had it? to watch it because uh, Ariba <laughs> wanted to watch it one night, and there's this one scene where they like okay, so there's like very little special effects in the first or second movie, but then there's this one scene where Robert Pattinson <laughs> starts sprinting up the side of a mountain. And it just looks like something out of like a horrible Japanese anime or something like that. Like he just starts, he just becomes a blur, and they just like Photoshop him from one part of the, the hill to the next. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. Anyways, that was popular. That's when, perfect. Samir the playoffs. And then uh, also uh, last time Samir made the playoffs, uh, Sukunder, I'm sorry, was five foot six. Uh, Subby was still five foot six, and uh, Magoo's uncle had only one life. <laughs> Oh man, it's uh. So now it's we're rough. gonna move on. Now we're gonna move on. To, now we're gonna move on to the mailbag. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, why, why don't you why don't you read us our first mailbag uh, from the readers? Our our loyal faithful <laughs> listeners uh, have some questions for us. Sure. Yeah. First of all, I want to thank you guys for sending in your questions. You know, uh, we we appreciate our fan base. You guys are great. And, uh, you know, we take the time to read all your questions and sift through it and make sure, you know, get the good questions in here. So first question is from Sikander Ansari, and he is uh, sending a message from L.A. And he says, is Dan doing this with Anna so he can build chemistry to get up the lopsided trade this year? Uh, so, Dan, are you? Is that why you're doing this? Uh, it's possible. Um, I know that I... Uh, pretended to be to be nice here on this, but uh, you know, in the in this league, you kind of have to do everything to win. Um, and if this podcast means that you're going to trade me Tyreek Hill for Alan uh, Lazard, aka Lizard, as you like to call him, uh, after week one, then then I'll do it. I'll Lizard, do whatever it takes. Yep. Well, who's oh, okay. well, uh, who's the uh, for uh, just from my from my perspective? Sorry, go ahead. 
Sorry, no, I was just say, who's the receiver for the, the Washington Commanders that you love to say his name? Bro, I cannot. I completely forgot that their name is the Washington Commanders. That is, oh my god, that is atrocious. Okay, but can you tell me the receiver's name? Oh, oh, the receiver. Um, I, sorry, I got hung up on that. their name. Uh, M M Terry Mc... McLaurin. <laughs> McLaurin. McLaurin. All right. Um, uh, next question this, is this... from Meat, and he says, "Is she dead?" Oh, this is a tough one. Um, you know, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, it took me a while to think about only, this. Only if you think she is. If you think she isn't, then she isn't. But if you think she is, then she's dead. So, hope that hope that clarifies things for you, me. It's a, it's a very politically correct answer. I like it. Uh, and the last question, or sorry, we got we got two more questions. I think uh, one uh, second to last is from Samir. Decade no play off of. Uh, can you address the dance some scandal regarding trading all his best players for high end picks? And then still making the playoffs while all the teams I traded with didn't get better. Uh, no. Okay. So, question from an applicant who got rejected by Tuesday <laughs> morning. Um, being 12 seasons into the league, when can we expect a playoff a debut from Samir? I knew this question was coming. Um, you know, I, I I'll give my take, and you can you can give yours too. Uh, I think I'll give it at least another thirteen years. Um, you know, it seems to me like Smear is really building like a like a slow, sustained you know winner. And now that you know you can keep picks across seasons, you know he's building like a stable stable franchise. Um, so I would I would say twenty I'll say look twenty thirty five for Smear to finally make his playoff debut. Um, a good you know thirty or so years after. After the season, after this league has started, uh, what about you? What do you think? That's that's very optimistic. Honestly, I was just gonna say never. I I don't. I think this far in, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I think you know the scientific method would tell us it's been so many, so many years of just, you know, trial and error, and I think it's at a point where there's just no hope at all. So I would just say never. It's my answer. <laughs> never, never. We could keep going forever, and it won't happen. Um, nonetheless, I wish Samir well embarking on another year of fantasy football. Um, well, uh, with that, that's, that's most of the content that we have, uh, for tonight's episode. Uh, our draft is tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern, so 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Pacific. And then, uh, yeah, it should be a good one. I think I'll have my entire roster filled out before you've drafted anyone. Is that right? Yeah, I was thinking of, you know, just, you know, drafting my first player and then going to watch the new Game of Thrones that I haven't caught up yet and then just coming back and, you know, doing the rest of my picks while you guys are all sleeping. <laughs> That's honestly not a bad idea. I think uh, you and Shazza will have some good good, some good some time to bond towards the end of the draft where uh, I think Shazza has like nine picks in the last three rounds. Um, and so it's basically just going to be you guys exchanging picks for, <laughs> nice. for the last while, so. Um. Yeah. Any any other closing thoughts, Dennis? 
Uh, no, that's it for me. I just wanted to give a shout out to our uh, sponsor, Magoo's California Pizza. Uh, the perfect pizza for when you want two minutes of glory, followed by two days of horrible dumps. Magoo's Pizza. Please use promo code May 7th. <laughs> That's a great, great promo code. All right. Well, with that, thanks for listening to the first episode of the Marta Podcast. And uh, uh, as always, you have to remember, uh, anytime you're making any life decisions, the, the key words uh, uttered by Scum and Sorry, how my team is sucking cough. How my team is sucking cocks. How my team is sucking cocks.